The following podcast may contain spoilers, strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. This shit's just ridiculous. It's it's just ridiculous. Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I cry and rob at your reviewing movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Four Guys in a Movie podcast. My name is Rob, and this is a movie where four friends get together and talk about movies and see how they hold up. My friends are with me today. Say hello. My name is Brian. Will. And I'm Joe. My name is Earl. I'm not going to say hello because you told me to. Although I guess I just said it because I'm saying that I'm not going to say it, but whatever. You do you, Brian, I guess. I guess. So, <sighs> Gremlins 2, the new biatch. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk. Let's, uh... It. Did we watch the same movie? Because you guys look like you've been through an ordeal. <laughs> the ringer. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, I guess we'll find out. Okay. I guess we'll find out. So the movie is Gremlins 2 from the great year 1990. When I was born. Oh my God. You piece of shit. Oh. Every, every time. Fuck. Oh, God. Like his pubes what? haven't even grown in yet. Ugh. All right. Well. I'm, I'm full of margarita. Let's do this. <laughs> he is. I seen it. <laughs> yeah, he seen it. So this movie came out in 1990. Yep. Uh, what else can you tell us about this movie? Whoever decided to take notes this week it was uh, directed by Joe Dante, who gave us movies like The Burbs. Hmm. And oh, really? Like Inner Space. Oh. And like, didn't you do the first one too? Yeah, and Small Soldiers. That was, yeah. You yeah. can't handle the rodeo burger. Yeah. That's that's on the list right now. <laughs> but um but yeah. And uh yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> Is it do we have any uh financials on this movie? Well, I mean, do you wanna wanna guess how much how much uh, it costs to make? A good amount. I'm gonna say sixty million. I'm gonna say twenty million. Okay. Uh, forty. We'll go in the middle. Uh, Joe wins fifty million dollars. Okay, okay, okay. You don't want to guess how much it made? I only have U.S. numbers, so I'm gonna say eighty. Okay. Um, forty-five. I don't think it did well. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen million dollars. If we're doing prices right, Will wins. It was forty-one million dollars. Ah. <laughs> it didn't do well. You were correct, Joe. But <laughs> wow, a little bit over. Yeah, that's from that's from U.S. I saw it mean like you know ten million dollars overseas somewhere else right. and like whatever whatever but like eh. you made ten million dollars overseas so like some other country would, would maybe China made ten million dollars and then mm-hmm. it like broke down by country but I was doing the math for that Rwanda chance. brought in a whopping ten dollars yeah. thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> so that is uh, that is a brief history of this movie let's talk about our personal history Brian I saw this movie. I think in the theaters. I think my sister brought me. Um, same same uh, person that brought you to Willow or different? I think so. I'm trying to think if she was on a date or not. No, no. She would have been in college at that point. So, yeah, I think, I think she just brought me. I think we just went to see it. Good. Because who's going on a date to Gremlins 2? <laughs> like, like so my siblings are all like way older than me. Mm-hmm. So when I was, you know, eight, they were all in college or out of college already. Something like that. So it was. I remember when my sister was in high school, she'd go on dates and I'd go with her. Nice. So that'd be like her, her buffer. 
<laughs> it was you weird. sit in between. Did they make like, you sit in the middle? Like, kind of. And like, it was funny. It was funny because, like, as an adult now, I'm like, damn, I feel sorry for those guys. Brian after yeah. <laughs> like, She'd make Brian sit in the dude's lap. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no. Like, I felt sorry for those guys that, that she brought me on dates with. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> the code word is, I want a cold soda. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Well, how about you? I had seen bits and pieces of this movie throughout the years. Like, I think Comedy Central had it on there a lot and some other TV channels. And I, don't, I think today's the first day that I've seen the whole whole thing through in one sitting. So it was, it was an experience for sure. How about you, Joe? I watched this movie a lot when I was a kid. For some reason, this movie was always on and Gremlins 1 was never on. So I saw this first and, um, like, I knew there was a Gremlins 1, but... Um, this was my only exposure to the franchise for a long time. Yeah, I feel like my experience is the same as Joe, actually. Like, I don't remember seeing Gremlins before I saw Gremlins 2. Mm. And I remember seeing this a lot. I don't recall seeing it in theaters, but I recall seeing it, like, a lot. Um, so besides the the aforementioned in our Gremlins episode, which, if you want to hear that, you should check out our episode at 4mpodcast.podbean.com. Uh <clears throat> the whole soundtrack situation. Uh, yeah, this is this. I remember this movie like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I will note that uh, this one's rated PG thirteen, um, and that's partly because Gremlins, the first one, was rated PG. Mm-hmm. And after Gremlins, they were like, we should probably separate some, <laughs> yeah. some of this stuff out by age a little bit better. <laughs> this is <laughs> the other side this of is the wrong PG somehow. Line. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's when PG-13 came out after that Gremlins movie, so now this one PG-13. So. Who's in this movie? Who is in this movie? Joe? Let me consult. Your files. Files. You're fired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'll go home. Um, oh, all right. You're not going home. You're just fired. <laughs> you've, you've tried that already. All right. So I got Zach Galligan is playing Billy Peltzer, uh, Phoebe Cates as uh, Kate Berenger, John Glover as Daniel Clamp, Robert Prosky as Grandpa Fred, and Robert Picardo as Forrester. We had a special appearance from Christopher Lee as Dr. Catheter. And Dick Miller as Murray Futterman. He's important, too. Who is... Wait. Who's who? What was the... Fardo? Forrester. Forrester? Is he yeah. like the little Robert num- Picardo, number two? Picardo. Who I just realized was the hologram in... Um, oh, okay. That's... Yeah. Okay. Voyager. Yeah. 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 All that's right. That's doctor. Yeah. Did they hire him just because his last name was Picardo, you think? I don't know why they hired him. For I don't, I don't Star know. Trek, you're I mean, on Star Trek, yeah. Picardo? They were like... Probably not. No? But you don't you think so? Think if you want I to. wouldn't be surprised with this movie. No, not, not this movie. I'm talking about Star Trek. Oh. Because he was on... It was on Voyager? Voyager? Yeah. Maybe. So, like, this guy's last name is Picardo. We have to hire him. Otherwise, I think it's like a hate crime or something. Okay. I think that's reach right there, but you know... Yeah, you know, I like what you tried to do there. You know, I don't you like that it. you guys want to stomp on my dreams all the time. You went, you went for it, but Let me I don't happens. like that your dreams are so stupid. I didn't take any notes, so I'm trying to procrastinate before I have to talk about the Who movie. Takes notes because I don't remember. I did anything that happened. <laughs> so much shit has happened in this movie. I took like five pages of notes. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh, all ridiculous. Spoilers. It's yeah. all ridiculous. <laughs> and it happens rapid fire. Uh, I mean, legitimately, there's there's like 10, 15 minutes with no words spoken, just just yeah. like ridiculous shit. Shit's just happening. Just happening. <laughs> <laughs> like they just had all these ideas and threw them up on the dark 
board and it's like, all right, let's have a fucking Phantom of the Opera. You guys should tweet us. You guys should tweet us at 4am podcast, hashtag gremlins, Mm -hmm. and get a chance to maybe win Joe's notebook. (laughs) (laughs) I I just uh, started a new one. My old one is uh, is full. Perfect. You get the old one framed. Yeah. He'll sign it. I'll, I'll sign no, it. No, he won't. He will. He'll sign it. It has such wonderful things in it as my chart comparing <laughs> 1986 Transformers to <laughs> 2007 Transformers. It's That's great. Where, where Tony cried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> both <laughs> movies are <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so what the, what actually happened in this movie? Let's let's just so jump right in. The weirdest part about this movie is how it fucking opens, dude. Like it's let's, so yeah, out let's of be careful. Place. The weirdest part, but it's it's weird. It's <laughs> out of fucking place. Like, yeah. So, as Warner Brothers was, has something to do with this movie, yeah, everything everything to do with this movie, like. And uh, so they felt the need to open with uh, the Looney Tunes opening. Yeah, like, so just because. Legit, back in the day, if you went into Warner yeah. Brothers store, which used to be a thing, probably before you were born, Will. Um, but they used to be Warner Brothers store, <laughs> stores. They had uh, cool shit in them. They did. I bought a Batman ring there once, yeah. and actually, maybe a Green Lantern ring they used to sell. Okay. It was like a signet ring. So I could punch people and leave the bat symbol in their faces. It was great. Said unity backwards in his forehead for like a week. <laughs> My forehead is bumping. Uh, but <laughs> no, it, it. I think I'm bleeding from the chest. So it was basically Warner Brothers' version of the Disney store. So it would have like little little dioramas around the the you know the the perimeter of the store, and one of those dioramas would always be gremlins, like messing with movie props and things like that. So. So Warner Bros. was all in on Gremlins. So this movie just starts out with a freaking Bugs Bunny cartoon. Just straight up. And not even like the one where it's Bugs Bunny versus the Gremlins. The Gremlin, right. Yeah. It's just Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. bitching at each other like an old married couple. I mean, they were. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's their thing. Yeah. You know, they argued, but the sex was great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to explore that topic any further. (laughs) Yeah, and it just cuts from a cartoon that you're never really going to see again till I guess the very end credits. Yeah, it's just it's just the two yeah, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck bickering at each yeah, other for two solid minutes, and then Gremlins Two logo. Yeah, open on New York City. Go to Chinatown. See Mr. Wing, Mr. Wing shop, and um, Daniel Clamp sends his uh, his number one goon, Mr. Forrester, over there with a TV. To uh, make an offer to Mr. Wing to buy his shop. It's how most, like, you know, late 80s, early 90s films are always about, like, the guy just wants to buy their store and they never want to sell. Yeah. Or their yeah. land or something. We're going to buy your ski resort. Yeah. I mean, like, fast forward to, to today, it's like, they were right to not want to sell the shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a Starbucks there. <laughs> yeah. So, um. But, like, like. Did, did anyone think this was badass at all? Because like, if some guy walked into your, your establishment with, a, with with their own TV, yeah, <laughs> VHS player. <laughs> now you got to understand, in 1991, that was badass. Yeah, I'm gonna say like, yeah, in 1991, it'd be badass. Yeah, if they like, did it now, I'd be like, 
We all are have you, TVs on our phones. Yeah, yeah be like, like, be do like you, don't don't leave that here. Do you need money for food? Yeah. <laughs> are you okay? Like you pre-recorded a video from you yeah. could just fucking call me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could have Skyped. <laughs> you could actually be talking to me right now. But it was impressive for 91. And then this Forrester guy well, just casually was that? But it wasn't because in like in the building they have video phones. Yeah. Why couldn't they just call this dude? That do you see how well that video phone worked? Yes. True. That is yeah, you're and also, fair. I mean, it was bigger than the damn TV on the cart. That's fair so, too. Um and they would have had to run a line all the way from the clamp center to here. Well, would they though? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> this TV was running on nothing, as That's far fair. as I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> Battery powered. Oh it was possessed. Um, Wait no, well, those electric rats. It was running on an electric rat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe. So, see, they should have offered Mr. Wing that. He would have. He would have. You know, probably considered their offer then. Yes. Yeah, so if you want to buy any of my property, show up at my home with a 24-inch tube television and a VCR mm-hmm. <laughs> hooked up to nothing. Um. So yeah, basically, Mr. Wing just basically says no, but he says a quote about, like, mastering yourself or something like that. And, um, yeah, Forrester's just casually tossing about the racism. He's like, is that Confucius or Bruce Lee? Because that's all I can understand your culture through. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and you see there is a cage with uh, Gizmo in it. Well, at this point, you just, you know, you just hear him, but you hear the signature song. Yeah. And um, he grabs the remote for the TV and immediately goes to Rambo 3. Not my <laughs> first choice. <laughs> I mean, but that's what had just come out. Does, yeah. Wait, was that Rambo 3? That was... Yeah, in the wait, 20s wait. in Afghanistan. Survive we, war. You have to become war. Didn't we... We did we Rambo did that. 3. That yeah. was an episode. I don't remember that line in it. I don't remember much about Rambo 3. I mean, that other is other also than burning fair. a tunnel through himself. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sand pants for riding around. Sand pants, fighting uh, comrade Big Bear Chunk Works. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, playing chicken with a uh, helicopter. Climaxing in the middle of their fight. Okay, so anyway. Um, so here's their plan. Like, Forrester walks out, and his, his lackey is like, oh, man, I thought that was a good offer. And he's like, don't worry, that guy's old. We'll just wait for him to die. And six weeks later, he's dead. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> like, plan worked. And, and, like, the news is there being like, hey, this old store owner died. <laughs> like, which, you know, never happens. And yeah. the clamp <laughs> clamp guy's going to move in. Micah shows and, up. He's like, I told you, Black Lung. <laughs> going to take your shop. No one, like, went through any of his stuff. No, they no. just right. left they the just whole left shop the whole there. shop. Fucking bulldoze that whole thing. Not even a liquidator. Like, dude didn't even, like, like, I understand he's, like, an old dude. He's setting his ways or whatever, but you don't leave that mogwai to anybody. Yeah. Well, and if I bought the building, I would at least try to contract a liquidator to go through and get me some money for that stuff in there. (laughs) For something. Um, But they're like, no, fuck it. Just knock it all down. It's old. Like, well, I don't get, because this would have made this. Um, the the team coming up made more sense if the 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 guy put in his will like uh 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 uh, uh Gizmo goes to Billy mm-hmm. that would make way more sense because now I think he's ready yeah either ready for, for responsibility whatever and then Billy gets gets Gizmo but no instead <laughs> my death means he's ready <laughs> <laughs> they tear down his fucking building 
and Gizmo gets out. And he he runs for it <laughs> in like <laughs> I mean <laughs> in the weird that run animation weird yeah. we I don't even know is that like stop motion put uh, on he had like real, uh, real I believe it's a finger puppet yeah, it's like well. it's like <laughs> in front of a green screen early video game animation where the guy's oh legs God. will be going a million miles an hour and he's going nowhere <laughs> yeah that was it great looks like Sonic the Hedgehog when he's skidding on ice or something yeah. I'm not, I'm, I said, watch it. I'm like, I feel so dumb. I was so dumb as a kid because I just looked like way more real to me when I was younger. Yeah. And I felt so dumb right now. <laughs> How fool I was. That is shit. <laughs> well, I was having a discussion with one of my team members the other day about how I guess they're they're thinking about doing a um a gremlins a new gremlins movie. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I hope they do all practical effects still. <laughs> and it's like and he was like, Well, you know, they can use CGI to jazz up some of them. And seeing this, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we could jazz up the, <laughs> the puppets a little bit. Like, I, lo- I love the puppets, but watching this walk, you're like, oh, that is not good. <laughs> oh, man. That it's not in the Uncanny Valley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then he gets all of, like, 20 feet before he just gets captured by one of Mr. Clamp's scientists. So it's like, why didn't he just go to the building anyway? Like, what was the point of this? Yeah. Um, Pointless. Yeah, why did they just have one of the scientists come in and take him? Uh, you wouldn't have had, got that embarrassing run down the street little uh, scene there. Also, he's just straight up out during the day. Yeah, yeah. Don't care. Yep. The rules just are. <sighs> they are. The movie itself does not respect the rules. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely yeah. not. The, the I don't rules think they expect like... us to either. The movie itself doesn't respect itself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It does not expect us to either. <laughs> this, this movie uses instant grits. Yeah. <laughs> well said. All right. So, yeah, now we cut to uh, to Billy Forrester and uh, and Kate, um, and they're going to uh, their their job. They both work at the new Clamp Center, um, and they walk in. And Clamp Tower. Clamp yeah. Tower, yeah. And fucking, um, you know, like... The popular New York stereotype, like a guy just shoves them out of the way to dude, run through the automatic door. What the hell door. was that? Like that an dude asshole. legit pushes Phoebe Cates out of the way. Like, yeah. like body checks her. <laughs> like, just totally writes her off. Like, I, I don't got time for you in my way. Dude, did you not see Fast Times? Yeah. And so, why you would need an automatic rotating door? Yeah. I don't know. Because you're an asshole? Because you're an asshole. So, it just launches this man um spins him around a bunch of times and launches him into some other woman on the other side of the door and i mean i i guess that's supposed to be funny that lady takes a pretty sweet pratfall and she's really good at throwing files of papers in the air here's the thing it's what this movie is pg-13 yeah Yeah. i don't understand that because this movie is aimed squarely at Mm six-year-olds but at the same time not which is really confusing this movie is aimed at everything (laughs) And nothing and at nothing. the same time. Yeah. It didn't hit anything. The humor is aimed at six-year-olds, the, like, insane amount of gore, mm-hmm. but, like, not real gore, like, cartoons. But then there's, but then like, weird sexual old, stuff. Yeah, like and these the, old-school movie references left and right. Like, the redhead, like, putting her foot, like, right all in up in his crotch, yeah, and right. the female gremlin, like, raping that guy. <laughs> That's the best part, though. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so... I pay lots of money to get raped by a female gremlin. <laughs> okay, moving on. So Kate, she's a tour guide, and uh, Billy's an architect. 
And uh, he goes to his office and he's doing a sketch of the new Clamp Chinatown thing that he wants to do. And his uh, his boss is just like, yeah, draw some plants in there um, and like do these other modifications to the drawing. And then her boss, Mr. Forrester, comes in and he's just like, you're not allowed to have potted plants or pictures of your hometown up. You could only have our approved abstract art. And he throws his plant straight up in the garbage. What? What even is that? I don't know. This movie's trying to to make a statement against <laughs> corporate culture. Yeah, but but it's not <clears throat> like there's a million legit things to complain about. But at the same culture. time, like, the Warner Brothers logo is on every other yeah, item yeah. in the movie. Uh-oh. All right, so this guy he um he's got quite a camera system. He's got he like notices one of his employees taking a unauthorized smoke break and fires him right over the intercom. Yeah, was that? Somebody famous, by the way. It looked kind of like. Didn't it look like the guy from the Burbs, like the uh, the old guy, the old guy? I think yeah, it was. Yeah. I think Wasn't it was. that Roddy McDowell? I thought it was Roddy McDowell. Mm, I don't know. Um, you don't really get a good view of him. Yeah, it's only through the security cam. Yeah, and then you meet uh, another unnecessary character. We see uh, Grandpa Fred is dressed as Count Dracula, and he's talking about scary movies. And he is checked out of his job, like both Rob and Brian are with this podcast right now. No, I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, um, um, fuck this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is the guy from the Verbs. It was Henry yep. Gibson. Mm-hmm. All right. So basically, like he was in Rowan and Martin's Laughing. Yeah. Grandpa Fred wants to be, a, you know, a more serious on-air personality, but he's stuck pretending to be Dracula, talking about shitty monster movies. Which, like, how do you? How do you? How does that crossover happen? I don't know. Well, like, I just want to be on TV. And then he just took that job. Yeah, like, he how, took how whatever best, job he could. Yeah. And he became a grandfire. He was like a Mr. Rogers character right. and just like <laughs> Rob slowly turned into Dracula. Have you seen that uh, that octopus movie that he was watching? Uh, I have not seen that movie. I have seen The Beast from 10,000 Fathoms, which uh-huh. is the movie that they're showing later in the uh, film. I've not seen the octopus right. movie. Yeah, I don't know what it was called, but I want to call it Mantipus. That's wow. <laughs> I wouldn't Google that, but no, don't Google that. <laughs> don't hashtag it. If it's anybody, called, it's called the Attack of the Octopus People. Oh, uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna watch that later. Uh, in fact, sorry, um, Octoman, 1971, mm. and it was a Rick Baker costume, the first costume, the oh, first okay. Rick Baker costume. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense because Rick Baker that. did all the special effects for the yeah. Gremlins. Yeah. All right. So, so then we just go to other random place. There's just a random genetic research lab. Octoman, going on the Splice of Life Clinic. Which, like, so this clinic, I don't, I mean, I, I kind of get what what's in there, but I would have rather, thinking about this movie, um, the first Gremlins, or rather Billy's dad had been yeah. in this, because this whole thing was weird, weird adventures right. or whatever. Even that conference he went to, remember the conference from the mm-hmm. Gremlins? Had a teleporter and all kind of bullshit. Yeah. Like, it was not going to seem, but, like, with, with bioengineer stuff, mm. I let his dad be in there. Like, they get more time from the first movie to make shit make more sense for this movie. <laughs> they don't have time for shit to make sense. I guess, I guess. Nor do they care to attempt it. They're like, check it out. We got Christopher Lee. He's Dr. Catheter. What a and waste like, of Christopher Lee. Yeah, like, for real. I and mean, Christopher Lee's done some pretty... Here's the thing, though, yeah. like Some pretty bad shit. Yeah. If you look at Christopher Lee's... Uh, Filmography. He played yeah. Dracula quite a few times. He did play Dracula quite a few times. He played oh, Doctor Whatever. Yeah. 
Um, he 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 played the um, werewolf hunter in uh, She Bitch Two. Your sister's a werewolf. Nice. Um, no, um, he actually apologized to to Joe Dante for being in that movie. <laughs> for being in what movie? In in it's like the Howling Two. Oh, the Howling yeah, Two. That's howling it. Two. Because yeah. Joe Dante he 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 did the Howling the first one. Yeah. He actually apologized for him when he came on set. Like, I'm sorry, I was in, in that sequel to your movie. It's like, wow. awful. <laughs> now, was Christopher Lee in the Pod People at some point? I don't know, but he's gonna reference it. Yeah, because he he's comes in a big, giant pod. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know if like he was in that, and I just missed missed that because I should I should know that information. You should. You watch all that shit. I do watch all that shit. So, yeah. So he he comes in like his uh, assistant. Um, is like signing for a package or whatever, and she sneezes in a tissue. He just takes it. He's like, I need, he, uh, he needs, he needs his diseases. Yeah. He needs malaria. And he's like, um, but they sent him rabies. He's like, I always, I already have rabies. I yeah. Think that's supposed to be funny. Oh. I mean, um, you would think that's supposed to be, but. So then, yeah, he sees his two identical twin scientists that are working on cloning and, um, they show him Gizmo. Gizmo likes to rock out. Or what passes as rocking out in 1991? Some more cool like stop motion rocking out. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah we get the we get that walk animation again. <laughs> and um, what hell of a scuttle attempt to try yeah, to get away doing some air guitar. He's <laughs> yeah. like, too bad he's got to like take 20 steps to move a foot. Yeah. Christopher Lee puts the brakes on that real fast. And Christopher Lee is like any standard like evil scientist from the um from this time period he's like immediately vivisect it we have to yeah cut it open never mind studying its behavior or anything i mean if i saw that walk cycle a couple of times i'd be the same situation i'd be like yeah let's just cut it open (laughs) um all right so billy's talking to uh kate on their um their office phone with a video monitor yes. no the thing's also like the size of a tube tv um and then like he hears the uh, delivery man um humming Whist- Gizmo's trademark yeah. song was that he's whistling his theme yeah mm-hmm. um so he's like all right well i gotta go break gizmo out of a genetics lab let's just go do that um which i'm confused why they don't use this opportunity to just start the, the chaos already. Mm-hmm. You would like, think, like... That's the perfect place to start, like... spill water on him. It or, is funny how long yeah. this movie takes to get to the chaos. Yeah. Um, considering it's not a very long movie. All right, so at this point, we have to look at important things like this laboratory has made a uh, serum that makes rats discharge electricity. Yeah. They can power light bulbs. But now you can't touch them. Right. Cool. What? Why is that a thing that... That's something his dad would make. <laughs> I guess. And why is this lab here? I don't know. Why um, is this even a thing? Just so to give the gremlins weird powers Billy later. basically just walks in here and takes Gizmo. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> so here's something that, like, caught me. So mm-hmm. Gizmo's wearing a black armband. Yep. For the death of Mr. Wing. And Billy's just like... Oh, you're wearing this armband. Is that for that old man? Like at no, so <laughs> you in in the course of Gremlins one, you went through this insane life changing event. This dude came, took your pet away, and was like, "You're not ready for this." You're telling me that Billy at this point had no correspondence with Mister Wing, totally forgot his name, 
and no contact. Maybe he was just like, fuck Mr. Wing. He's the old man. That's it. I guess. I'm not going to call him by his name. He but took my he mugwai took my, away. My mugwai, yeah. Please don't take my <laughs> mugwai away. KKK took my mugwai away. <laughs> but for real, though? I don't know. That seems ridiculous. Like, he couldn't even couldn't remember the dude's name. <laughs> the old man. Fine. I, yeah. <laughs> I do like though he just takes him to the men's room. I like the pointless announcer sure. in the men's room. He's like, "Welcome to the men's room. <laughs> Start pissing. Like, you didn't wash your hands, partner. <laughs> Take your dick out." Um, hey, yeah, he just talks to Gizmo for a bit there. Um, he's like, "I gotta go shove you in one of my cabinets. Don't move." And then Mr. Clamp's like, I'm just going to show up to this office now. He slams his hand in the cabinet. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. Gizmo's like, fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's when you, well, not when, but like you see a little earlier, but they make his hand blow up like like a, mm. like a weird balloon, kind of. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is this going to be more craziness is going to happen. I will say, though, Gizmo is pretty damn cute. Oh, absolutely. Whenever super, he's in a cute. box type thing and it's clearly a man's hand <laughs> for the lower half of him, he's adorable. Yeah, they um, they definitely made him more Cutesy. cute than the first Gremlins where he's just like mm. this. Yeah. Little creature. His yeah. face is conveying emotion very well. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so... Clamp's like, he sees Billy's drawing and he's like, that's perfect. That's exactly what I want. Get these trees out of here that um, Marla told him to draw in there. So Marla's like, Billy, you're amazing. We got to fuck. <laughs> Go to dinner. Uh, and she's just like, you know, she sees him as success and therefore it's going to, you know, lead to her success. So immediately she's like, I got to gotta get the monopoly on Billy. Yeah. I, I need him inside of me, obviously. Yep. So um, Billy tells cigarettes Kate, in this hole. Billy and the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell uh, other and vice versa. <laughs> and um, fucking yeah, they just go to dinner. Um, so Kate's on her way to get Gizmo when shit already goes wrong. Gizmo's like, I can't stay in the cabinet because I'm an asshole. I'm gonna use this paperclip rope that I made to get down. And uh, here's where we meet Joe the repairman, freaking Gomez Adams. Mm-hmm. Just. Mumbling to himself entirely. So, um, note: um, Gizmo sees him and says Gomez. Does he? Oh, yeah. yeah, he says Gomez. I did not catch that. Yeah. All <laughs> right, that's annoying. Actually, <laughs> he does it twice because yeah. um, he says the actor's name for Mister Wang, or whatever. He says the actor's name instead of uh, uh, when it, when when it, in the in the shop. It's like something Lee, whatever he says that. Really? It's, it's just it's mumbling. It's just, it's, yeah. He mumbles. He mumbles a lot. They all mumble a lot. In, in Howie this. Mandel, you piece of yeah. shit! <laughs> you bald bitch. So, fucking Gizmo. Like, mm-hmm. yep. There's only so much shit you can perpetrate before you can claim that it was an accident. <laughs> that gremlins. What do you mean? His complete standing still while water's yeah, falling like a everywhere. Fucking deer in headlights while this guy is shooting water around. I mean, he finally decides to take cover in at the worst spot possible. And meanwhile, fucking Joe over here is just launching water all over this office. And he finally, he sprays water all over Billy's drawing. It washes all over Gizmo. And Joe's just like, ah, fuck it. Oh, I'm just going to give up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Gizmo gets wet. 
and just launches a bunch of uh, little fur balls <laughs> all over the place like a mortar. Get wet, have babies. <laughs> I know peanut butter bars were part of the equation today. You should have you asked about diabetes. Look at diabetes. Are there any more? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I hope so. Them. This is the first one I've had. Sorry, the podcast is uh, temporarily suspended while I um, hunt down peanut butter bars. But again, like this, this time they give them all pers- uh, personalities because in the first uh, uh, Gremlins only Stripe had personality. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the other four like pretty much die immediately in the kitchen, and then Stripe, if I he jumps in the pool to uh, yeah. yeah repopulate. And the funny thing is, I listened to, I listened to our Gremlins episode fairly recently, and in that episode, we're actually defending these gremlins for just kind of blindly following mohawk or whatever mm-hmm. stripe whatever his name is in this he was the leader yeah but no they're assholes from the start like mohawk doesn't force them to do anything they they yeah, immediately pounce suck. on gizmo yeah. yeah immediately they all turn to them and they're just, just complete them. jerks oh, like, in this one, yeah. oh yeah in this yeah. one they immediately start like waterboarding gizmo <laughs> yeah, this one they're, they're they basically just pound their fists together like oh get this motherfucker they even mm-hmm. say gizmo like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. why like, is one so much smarter in this like because it's the new batch. I don't Maybe know. that's it. <laughs> and they're even like little assholes as their mugwai version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's fucking throw him in a hatch, like in the air vents. Um, and then they just go off and start wreaking havoc. Like one of them is straight up crazy and uh, just starts like painting all over everything. He's supposed to be like, like Daffy Duck. Yeah. And there's one that's like kind of stupid and another one that just perpetually has like resting bitch face. And yeah. the joke is the stupid one is always hurting the other one, but like that never goes anywhere. He's like stupid on an almost offensive level. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it said um, in the notes it was supposed to be like a uh, Lenny from Mice My- and Men and his brother. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> so really offensive then. Yeah. And then you have their leader, Mohawk, um, who is just freaking mean. Um, all right, so they just shove Frank him Walker. in an air vent, yeah, and then they go off to go wreak havoc. I do like as um, Kate is uh, getting into the elevator to go up, there's an announcement over the intercom. I was like, Would the owner of the car license plate, blah blah blah, <laughs> remove your car from the lot? <laughs> it is old and dirty. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she comes basically just um, picks up uh, the crazy one, thinks it's Gizmo. Because I don't remember in the first one if she actually really ever got much of a look at Gizmo, but I would think... No, I mean, there's a lot of running from the other gremlins. That is yeah. true. Because right? at yeah. first I was like, how does she not know who Gizmo is? But you're right. Maybe she didn't see him a lot. Yeah. So she takes him home. And he's looking at her from the grate like, don't even know who I am. <laughs> yeah. This bitch don't even know me? Damn. At least... Because the other ones are black and white, or, or gray and right. white. At least this one has the right coloration. Close enough to it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, meanwhile, we see Billy's date with Marla here at the Canadian restaurant. Yeah. That was a joke, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very similar to like Le Cellier in, in Epcot Center, where it's like this Canadian themed restaurant, but at the same time, it's completely different because it's really hokey, fake Did Canadian. Serve you a chocolate mousse. Their dessert is actually their dessert yeah. is actually a chocolate mousse. It, however, does not look anything like that. It's just yeah. like a plate of chocolate mousse. All right, so Marla's just coming on strong here. She just shoves her foot right in Billy's crotch. 
Yeah, she's trying to like mm. jerk him off chimp style. Billy's like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> more monkey pussy for me. <laughs> um, but she gives him a kiss on the cheek, so you know he's got a lipstick stain. Which I'm like, this motherfucker didn't, didn't notice. Yeah, like at all. Like he's too worried about Gizmo. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, the tent in his pants. Yeah, he had to take care of that in the cab. So meanwhile, poor yeah, but Pete. she was awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had awfuler. I mean, no, she didn't look awful. She just was awful. <laughs> and like that's that's enough to like. Sorry, I'm, I'm out. She kind of redeemed herself by the end. Did she? I don't know. <laughs> she shot to less by the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stick by my. I've had offers. <laughs> it was basically they were like, "Stop sucking," and she did, but she didn't do anything cool. Right, she was neutral. Mm. All right. So meanwhile, the crazy uh, Mogwai is just going savage at Billy and Kate's apartment. Mm-hmm. He's throwing shit everywhere. He's fucking up all the fat chat snacks. Throwing fucking Hostess cupcakes at people. I'm saying, and he keeps saying. I'm not Gizmo. Yeah. Like, I did hear that over and over again. Kate should have made him do some push-ups for disrespecting that many snacks. <laughs> and the but, fact that he could do a push-up would signify that he did not respect those snacks to begin with. Mm-hmm. At but, which point, she should have killed him because Fat Chat's not a game. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Nobody walks in and is like, fuck's Gizmo. <laughs> who's this, who's this also what the hell is that <laughs> send my motherfucking gizmo <laughs> Kate meanwhile is like what the fuck's on your lip um, and then the Futtermans arrive because if you're going to carry over people from the first movie they died right they, the they fucking got run over with the, the bulldozer <laughs> yeah. I thought yep. they got better it didn't stick yeah they were only mostly dead <laughs> um all right, so Mr. Futterman's immediately going nuts. He's got some paranoia issues since... Since you know, he got run over by a bulldozer. By bulldozer. So, yeah, I mean, it's justified. <laughs> Meanwhile, all right, actually, here's a fat chat analysis. Back at the Clamp Towers at the frozen yogurt stand where they're putting all this gross stuff on the frozen yogurt, like kiwis and shit. <laughs> Not that I have a problem with kiwis, I just don't want to put that in frozen yogurt. But um, Mohawk has a whole... A whole snack bar kind of to pop up in all those different bins of like things upon ice cream. Yeah. Am I correct in that he popped up in Skittles? I think it was M&M's. All right. If it's M&M's, that's not a bad choice. I was kind of like, why are Skittles going on ice cream? Yeah, it's weird. And is that what you would have gone for? Like, I think I would have gone for the peanut butter cups. I didn't see what else they had there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's just say the standard, the standard topping arrangement. I like Oreo pieces. Oreo pieces? Reese's pieces. Those are good. I mean, Yeah, if there were Reese's pieces, I'd probably do that. As someone who's lactose intolerant and does not go out for ice cream very often, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I'm a little out of out of touch on what the options are Fair for... Enough. Like, I wouldn't do shots. That's just... Oh, no? Because I would. that would be my, like, default. Would be you mean like, Jimmy's? Or, well, or Jimmy's. Here's shots the thing. or Jimmy's. Shots, I, I think the rainbow ones are the shots. I usually go for the chocolate ones. Or no, chocolate shots... And then Rainbow Jimmies is how I, I I've skip, always known it. I skip those. Maybe the Maraschino cherries that would be. So, ooh, but I would do like a good one. like uh, like chocolate soft serve. Yep, with chocolate shots. Okay, chocolate chocolate down chocolate at the chocolate. dip top or the Sunday house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like vanilla, but I put the bottom Reese's pieces 
and then Reese pieces on top. Mm. But sometimes I get a hankering. I gotta unwrap a whole lever dick. <laughs> Shove that in your mouth. Put this in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Alright, so Mike Blackout. Mm. The um that guy. Uh, 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 so Billy's like, mm. I got a plan. These guys reproduce when they get wet, so <laughs> So do I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go shut off all the water to the building. Um, yeah. no one's gonna notice that. No, no why, why would that. they? Yeah, so the security system is immediately like, yo, there's some crackhead <laughs> hitting the water valve with a wrench. Or <laughs> <laughs> a fire axe. Oh, yeah, he's going out with the axe. Yeah, so they dispatch their finest security guard. Which doesn't even notice Kate. Kate just fucking pulls off a hide-in-plain-sight role. And um, what were you going to say, Rob? Oh, no, no, go ahead. No. I got nothing. So he just brandishes his pistol at Billy, calls him a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, what's in your bag? And he opens up the bag and it's the crazy, uh, Mogwai just jumps out and savages this guy's face. And this man is walking around for a good, good 30 seconds with a really not good Mogwai puppet so here's the, on his face. How do you think they did? You think it was just like a, like a, uh, a puppet attached to a, a thing that he held in his mouth? Maybe. He could have just had a headband on. I don't know. It's possible too. I don't. I think he had installed his hat on too, right? Like, yeah. Like forty percent of this movie is people holding puppets oh, on their yeah. face. Because like, like this Mogwai, both his arms and both his legs are flailing, mm-hmm. and it's not like he bit this guy that hard. So he is literally just hovering on this man's face, kind of just grinding on it, I guess. <laughs> well, if you think about it, his uh, yeah. genitals would be right about mouth yeah. mouth level. So. Maybe that's how he's sticking on. <laughs> Either way, this he's man got a barbed penis like a dog gets both. Uh, <laughs> he both gets you know like nose bit and nose pregnant from this uh, mogwai, <laughs> which then just scurries off. And a guy opens fire on it, totally misses, <laughs> which is a real missed opportunity, I mm-hmm. think, for a movie. <laughs> just a straight up horrible mogwai shot to death yeah do you think like do the mogwais are there is there blood green too you think i'm not sure i don't think we've ever seen a mogwai actually get i don't know wounded we've never seen a mogwai get shot in the face no are they're actually there? quite durable as we find out later on <laughs> um all right so yeah, i mean essentially they're just seeds right yeah um so they arrest billy and you see as he's getting let off that the uh, gremlins have began their cocoons uh, in the pipes above the, the water intake. Um, and yeah, she basically just uh, Kate Billy um, bails Billy out and you just go back to the tower. Um, but now the gremlins have hatched and Gizmo falls out of his air duct right by where they hatched and is immediately like snatched by uh, one of the gremlins. Are they bigger this movie? Are they were less movie? I'm not really sure. Um, so uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think <clears throat> I think they might be the same size, but their puppets are way more detailed this time around. Okay. Mm. So maybe they seem bigger. Just when, they, when the one grabbed Gizmo, it like his whole head fit in the palm of his hand. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. They do. Def- they definitely get a lot bigger when they turn into gremlins. But I don't know. In a scene where where they were reaching in. For, in, for Kate in the elevator. <laughs> yeah. Those are human arms. Their arms are about the whole length of their of their body and legs. 
and they do have huge hands. But I think there's also just some crazy inconsistencies with their height. They're like chimpanzees. Yeah. They've got super long arms, short legs, big hands. Um, Rip your face off. Like, yeah. Like Willow. <laughs> oh, okay, then. Doritos? <laughs> Rob? Yes, dear. <laughs> All right. So, um, so this is when uh, Billy tries to tell Mr. Forrester about the gremlins. And the movie's like, look, man, don't take this seriously. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's telling about we can't feed them after midnight. And all of, like, Forrester's uh, security guys are just like, wait, so what if uh, what if it's a different time zone? The same the questions, questions we asked yeah. Yeah, the-, <laughs> the first time we watched Oh, and they don't answer them. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, it's dumb as hell. That rule makes no sense. It's funny cause, like, because, like, you... You can feel the movie get fed up with, with the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It goes, fuck it, I'm just going to eat you. It was jumps out. Yeah. And just like <laughs> Gets on that guy's neck. Like a circuitry explodes like a Star Trek computer and launches a gremlin in this guy's lap. Who just, like, the gremlin straight up just cold cocks this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, claws the hell out of this other girl. He brandishes a flashlight at it, these shitty clamp flashlights. And um, the gremlin just runs off. And, uh, yeah, then we cut to, um, whatchamacallit, uh, to Kate, who is taking a, uh, tour group around the, uh, the TV studios, and we meet, uh, Mr. Katsugi, who really loves cameras. That's his gimmick. Yep. I remember when I was a kid, I thought this guy was funny. He's, he's been about much stuff. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that now. He doesn't do anything. Not really. He was in a lot of stuff at this time, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I did, however... Microwave with Marge went way over my head when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so, uh... You don't put sherry in everything and drink half of it, too? Yeah. Some people use a little. I use a lot. <laughs> and, like, the stuff she's making, like, bologna and bean dip roll-ups. <laughs> what do you guys think of that? <laughs> she's making Stallone cuts. Basically, that's a step up from a Stallone cut. Only because you have to heat it up. <laughs> And what was the other one she's cooking with, like, the, it was, like, cheddar cheese noodles? Tuna something, yeah, with, like, a lot of booze in it. Not even yeah, cheddar cheese. Chowder. Like, everything is, like... Oh, cheese product. That's cheese right. product. It's, like, Velveeta tuna... Chowder. <laughs> chowder. <laughs> Just saying it makes me, like, throw up a little. Yeah, so... Um, and I'm eating garbage right now. Yeah. So the gremlins, of course, are just, like, this is where we will start. Or uprising. And uh, Crazy just pops out of the pot. He just somehow snuck in there. Yeah, why not? Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I think the gremlins just legit... The two powers they have is, like, if it is a machine, they can fuck it up. And if it's something they can fit into, they can just appear out of it. That's I, fair. I mean, it yeah. sounds about yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, and that's, like, legit good powers to have. Um, this is, like, if it's funny... They can make the machine do it. Yeah, yeah. and then if it's funny for them to pop out of something, they can do it. So, um, yeah, they just show up here, scare the hell out of everybody, throw the some pots and pans in the microwave, based Marge, and um, that causes the uh, – well, the, the microwave explosion causes the um, sprinklers to go off, and uh, they just begin reproducing like crazy. It begins. Which, again, is, this is really far into the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot of nothing has happened, and there's not... 
it's funny because I wrote a lot of stuff down, but there's really not a lot of movie left. Like yeah. the movie just goes at a breakneck speed from here. Um, they uh, so now we just get a shot of uh, Mohawk photocopying Gizmo. Which why that doesn't kill him, I don't know. <laughs> Repeated oh, flashes to the face. It's gotta hurt, what? but like. Because if you were a gremlin, you're a skeleton when that happens to you. So I guess Mogwai, maybe you're just more resilient to it. Maybe. Maybe, maybe Gizmo's special. Yeah, he could be. I mean, he's been around the block a few times. Yeah. Scuttling around. <laughs> I've seen some lights, son. That, that, that would be that would be cool if, if well, not cool, but like, it would be something if the next movie Gizmo turns into a gremlin and like you get to see. That would be pretty cool. Wild just shit happening. Pissed off Howie Mandel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so now Kate's in the elevator trying to – I forget where she's trying to go, and the gremlins are just fucking with her. Well, like, so watching this, I was like, look, why the fuck would you get in the elevator? When yeah, you, you know they're out idea. now. Like, you know they're yeah, out. Yeah. Why you, would you do you've that? You've seen how they work. Like, I mean, yeah. you could put shit on the stairs, but you can't just make stairs do something terrible. You can make an elevator do a lot of terrible yeah, things. Yeah, like, why would you – you've been through this before. Why would you get in an elevator? Like, it don't make no sense. So yeah. sure enough, she gets in. She goes like, you know, 40th floor. And a, and a gremlin says back to her, 40th floor. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, damn it. Like, <laughs> like she's like, sound the alarm. And the gremlin's just like, eh, eh. <laughs> Which I think, honestly, is like one of my favorite parts. <laughs> um, and she's just stuck there for now. Now. Conveniently removed from the movie. <laughs> so now we cut to Clamp, who's just dicking around his office looking kind of bored and uh, he was talking to his secretary who's uh, got a pretty nice looking sandwich that a gremlin steals and replaces with mousetrap sandwich yeah dick move because that's how that works yeah <laughs> uh i mousetrap sandwich is that's pretty horrible but like the minute you put the bread on top it goes off like it doesn't, it doesn't yeah work. that's true yeah not how they work yeah yeah, yeah. i'm more Good shocked point. about like you hear off screen her go ow and then she disappears. Like, she's just gone. <laughs> he, he ate her. I don't know. Yeah, did he? He's, he's wearing I mean, her, her clothes. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, you have to you have to look at this movie like it's a cartoon. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's really the only way it works. I mean, honestly, like, if she just saw that and was like, that's a wrap on my day. <laughs> got a mousetrap on my lip. That thing's there. I don't need my sweater anymore. I'm going home. <laughs> like, You're the secretary now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, just type it on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, all right. So, yeah, Mr. Clamp comes out to investigate, and he just gets into a death battle with the secretary gremlin. <laughs> Um, which bites the shit out of his hand, and then he's just like, I'm putting you in a shredder. And yeah, it's like two solid minutes of watching this gremlin die. Like, it is Nickelodeon splat going everywhere. It is quite brutal. It's freaking saving Private Ryan all of a sudden. There's just goo shooting out of this. It's all over the desk. Oh my god, it's so brutal. So then Billy and Forrester bust in. Um, and they're like, yeah, we have a problem. Um, and Clamp's basically just like, yeah, just go get control of it, Forrester. That's why I pay you for it. And Forrester's like, well, then I got to take Billy with me. And then they go. And then that's it with that scene. Yep. Yep. Right. yep. On to the yep. next one. And then, um, yeah, Kate back in the elevator. Uh, Should have died. Yep. Well, yeah, they're, they're just like, I think she wants to go down. And they're like, go down? Okay. And they just make the elevator just 
go into a free fall from 50 stories up. And she survives this somehow. Just somehow. The gremlins break her fall. Like, if you saw the Mythbusters with the, I think it was a nine story fall where they were testing if jumping helps you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Buster didn't have blood or gore or anything, and it was still a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they needed a new Buster afterwards. Like, and this was from like, you know, 50 floors up or whatever. She just survives cartoon style somehow because you know you got to have the punchline where the person um goes into i mean the person hits the button to open the elevator door and they're like they're like wait i'll uh i'll get the next one um so then yeah billy and uh oh no no no, now we get leonard malton just talking shit about the gremlins franchise (laughs) so i mean (laughs) leonard malton's a good sport though yeah he He's been in this. Not only has he been in this, he he was in Mystery Science Theater, mm-hmm. and he got dumped on in that show too. So I mean, at least in South Park, he got to turn into a like a kaiju and fight Mecha Streisand. That was Leonard Malton. Yeah, and then Ed Sid Poitier, and then um, and then Robert Smith. Robert Smith. I remember Robert Smith. Yeah, yeah. Um, supposedly he's saying the same shit he said about the first Gunners movie. But he's giving his actual his actual. Yeah. Oh, that's what he said about yeah. it for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then apparently he he reviewed this movie and he mentioned a, a gratuitous cameo, but he doesn't say it's his it's yeah. his cameo. In this <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, in in uh, Mystery Science Theater, he's on in some episode. Like he actually gave this movie a good review, and it's like a terrible movie, and mm. he's on like defending himself. Or so. it's, mm. he's um, a good sport. I'll just say that much. So um, now we go to the Splice of Life Genetics Lab, and they're like, it's the sequel. We need a lot of new gremlin types. Genetics <laughs> Lab. There's just potions that give you superpowers lying around. Yeah, what? How? Why? Because gremlins need powers now. So fucking. Because um, kids. They made yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Christopher, kids. Christopher Lee just runs by with a pod people pod. Why not? Sure. <sighs> Um, and, uh, yeah, here's where we get some distinct kinds of gremlins. And I mean, I guess it does help add character to some of them to set up some jokes, but the jokes aren't that good. But so, so you get the one that gets the intelligence serum and Mm -hmm. now it can talk and, um, you know, has a nice, uh, sophisticated voice. Um, that gremlin is actually pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I guess. It's funny how when it, it escapes the bat, the the bat man symbol. Yeah. yeah, it seemed way cooler to me when I was younger <laughs> yeah. than it did yeah. now. I, I will say, what happens with it? Not necessarily cool, but it looks cool. It looks cool. It's a neat little gargoyle. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's a neat gargoyle. But like, so are gremlins just like? Do they just take on the properties of whatever? They're like Kirby, sure. Yeah, they're Kirby. That's a, yeah. that's a really good way to describe it. They just. Take on the properties of whatever they're near or around. I think you get vegetable gremlin. Yeah, you know, because you need vegetable gremlin. Yep. You get fucking electro gremlin. Just Zorps. Christopher Lee kills him. It's just Kremzeek. Yep. For those of you that know what that is, Will doesn't know what that is, but that's okay. He's five years old. I don't know what that is. Brian doesn't know what that is because he's too cool. I don't know Hmm? anything. Zangief from Street Fighter. Zangief, no. Nor is it Dan Giesling from Big Brother. It's Kremzeek. It's a Transformers character. Oh, well, of course no one knows. Yeah, someone knows. Tony I knows. Know. Tony knows. 
All right. Um, One gremlin gets acid thrown in its face. So it becomes Phantom of the, of the Opera. Oh, so actually, no, it doesn't kill Christopher Lee at this point. But yeah, anyway, that acid jar, I like how it just says acid, do not throw in face. <laughs> so the gremlins immediately like throw in face? Sure. Yeah. Don't put marbles in your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put salt in your eye. And now the gremlins, they're, they've got powers. They're just tearing through this building. It's crazy time. Um, you get a Wilhelm scream as somebody gets thrown off a balcony. I thought I heard one. Yeah. Yep. Um, Kate's trying to get somewhere. She gets interrupted by a flasher gremlin. Oh, yeah. Who Random. just, she just takes to dick kick city and punts him like a football. Well, because um, there was a flasher gremlin in the first movie, right? Yeah. That flashed her? Yep. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, she pulls the fire alarm, which I don't know why nobody has thought to do until now. And I do like the fire alarm, though. It's just like, fire, burner of villages, destroyer of forests. <laughs> this building is now on fire. Um, so, meanwhile, the, the bat gremlin is now flying through New York and just singles out. Because it has sunblock. Right? Yeah, because yeah, they well, inject him with natural sunblock. That's which, how that works. I'm just like, come on. This is... And, um, <sighs> yeah. Goes up against Mr. Futterman, who mm-hmm. just takes that shit and throws it in cement. Yep. And I love how it's so clear that all of the extras do not know what's yeah. happening, what the, the <laughs> point like, of the scene is. He like bumps into one guy, yeah. and the other, and the guy's like, fuck you, old man. <laughs> now, in, in New York, if you're being attacked by a giant bat gargoyle creature, and you bump into someone, they'll be like, what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> yeah. Like... I didn't start that, that fight. That gargoyle's just trying to earn a living. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like shadow boxing yeah. and like bumping into people on the street. Yeah, and everyone else is just like, oh, I gotta go to work. Like, I don't got time for gargoyles. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> but then when he throws in the cement, now everyone suddenly is watching. Well, yeah, because yeah, now it's... Yeah. There was an actual puppet there at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, cement-covered... That gremlin takes off, just flies to the top of a cathedral, and becomes a gargoyle. Like, is it still alive? Uh, I wouldn't think. Do, do they need to eat? Like, maybe he joins up with Goliath later on. Maybe <laughs> that cathedral gets raised into the clouds. <laughs> yes, hangs um, out with Brooklyn. What is even happening now? Um, <laughs> a lot of nonsense. Like, sweet, what, what, how do you rate that Lego gremlin? I mean, the colors are definitely. He was off, unimpressed. I mean, it's, yeah, it was it's a big, 1991. They didn't really have a lot of green Legos. It was. A, I mean, it was a big Duplo thing. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it was fine for. But it gets smashed because the stupid one. Yeah, well, you know, hits the guy with the bitch face. You know. <laughs> um, and then now we get another crucial scene as the movie just goes totally off the rails where Literally? Billy and Dr. Catheter are talking about something going on in the genetics lab and the movie simply just the, the, the film <laughs> stops and melts <laughs> and gremlins oh, just take over the projector they're yeah. doing shadow puppets they put on a porno <laughs> and we just crash right through the fourth wall they legit put on just, people. It's, like, it's not really a porno it's just like a weird like a snuff film <laughs> no, it's just like an old, old timey like naked like nudie film. Yeah, yeah, it's naked right. volleyball players. Yeah, it's just yeah, with naked, all the all the nips, girlies playing yeah. volleyball. All the nips edited it out. It's like the 1991 equivalent of Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. <laughs> yeah, <pretty> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> things have progressed a lot in like 15 years. <laughs> 
the, the breast physics are very realistic, however. <laughs> so, this get movie's just... Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Yes, like, just <laughs> get Hulk Hogan. Gets up, rips his shirt off, like, put it back on him, come in the gremlins, and they go, okay. <laughs> he goes, sorry, folks. Supposedly, um, the VHS version of it, yeah. um, instead of being this, it um, it's um, John Wayne, it's in Hogan, and it looks it looks like the tracking goes off on, on your VHS tape. Hmm. So it's what, what, John Wayne? Yeah. So it looks like the tracking goes like. Was goes, he still alive at that point? Ninety. Uh, I, I didn't know. think so. That's an up here, you gremlin uh. pilgrims. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, now um, this is when uh, you know Grandpa Fred is just like, I got an idea. News broadcast. No, he died in seventy nine. Must have been a look alike now. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> From Marilyn Manson. Um, wait, what? Oh, wait, no, no, that's, there's a different Marilyn Manson one that's something Gacy. Because uh, you know how there's there's Marilyn Manson and then there's like, um, there's something Wayne Gacy and then there's another one that has a different serial killer name too. Yeah, it's John Wayne and, and John, they, they use footage from, from, from Chisholm. Uh <laughs> and of course, the, the gremlins to, to, to keep the movie going. Oh, well, they use, they use the voice of another personator to, because he's been dead forever, but yeah. <laughs> Probably Frank Welker. So Frank Oz, <laughs> Frank Oz. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm the Duke. So now, all right, he's he grabs the Japanese guy. He's like, "Can you work a camera?" The guy's like, "I am a camera," oh and they just go off and start broadcasting the antics to everyone. The grandpire, you mean? The grandpire, yeah. And now we're back in the genetics. I don't know. What happened where we left? Now we're back, and this is when the gremlin electrifies uh, Christopher Lee, and we meet the woman gremlin. I didn't know, you know, gremlin produced asexually. And, you know, it, it there's took, just a, it, it took a serum. There's a sex yeah. change potion. There, yeah, there was a serum in there. Yeah, just drank vagina juice. Yep, that sounded terrible. I'm sorry. Um. So, yeah, Christopher Lee gets the force lightning. Um, <laughs> Mohawks just like. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> done torturing. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> well, looks like I'm done torturing Gizmo. I'm just taking some spider juice. I'm a spider now. Yeah. They're like Velcroing him, like Velcroing yeah. his fur off. Which is, yeah, they're like messing up Gizmo thing. pretty good. I know rule one, oh, well, not rule one, but one of the main villain rules is never become a snake. It never helps. What about becoming a spider? Has that ever helped? Uh, how many times has it been a thing? No. Like Scorpion King? It's kind of like a spidery scorpion. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Oh, wow. I've never seen so much alarm on your face. That's <laughs> yeah, what he mentioned. The scorpion kid. Like, uh, I, put on the, I think it is a little Like it's like your mortal I weakness or something. So. You were just like, oh my God. <laughs> we never speak of that. No, we're like, what have you said at my table? All right. So, well, if I may say, uh, dude transforms into a tarantula. Yep. Uh, to this sweet guitar riff. Oh, God. Which is pretty much the same guitar riff you get when Black Arachnia turns into a spider in Beast Wars. <laughs> I just wanted to point that uh, out. Yeah, it is like the buddest of butt metal. It really is. Yeah. So, um, Fart Rock. <laughs> now he... Billy goes back up to see Mr. Clamp and the fucking Electro Gremlin just launches out of his phone. 
Um, no, launches out of the wall. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Billy traps it in the phone and puts it on hold. <laughs> traps so that's it how in electricity phone. That's works. How it works. Yeah. yeah you, know. you know. And you yeah. see his little face on the screen. Right. And then once the hold music comes on, he starts freaking out. Like I get in 1990, you get movies like, well, I mean, this didn't come out in 1990, but movies like The Net that didn't understand how the internet Actors. worked or Lawnmower Man. Where they're just like, I don't know. Lawnmowers work. Yeah, lawnmowers, internet, you know. Bees. But like 1990, we know how electricity works. Yeah. We got like a, I'd and, say. And phones. I'd say, and phones. I'd say a, a pretty fair grasp mm-hmm. on the science of that. So, yes. but it's cartoon rules. It's straight yeah, up right. cartoon That's rules. Exactly it. See, but this movie reeks of. They they figured out the end and worked backwards, um, and they were like, "Well, how are we going to get the electric gremlin there? We'll trap him in a phone." Sure. And I like they were just like, "Done, fine. We don't need to think about that anymore." No one was like, "Hey guys, that's stupid." Like not like a battery or something. Nope. nope. Or just like kind of containment field. Yeah, anything. Even if you caught him in a circuit and like put those little like baby plugs in the outlets <laughs> so he could. <laughs> You got, I mean, you've got this whole the whole building is a MacGuffin, basically. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't just make something up. Mm-hmm. Nope. That whole lab. Yeah, like Wings Ghost couldn't just come out at the end. Also, why did we have an electric gremlin to begin with? Like, that's like, fair. That's very fair. All right. So, either way, um, Mr. So Billy's like, check it out. We'll turn the clocks ahead. You go out, get um, like a covering over the door. They'll assemble in the lobby. We'll drop. We'll drop the cover. Somehow that'll kill every single gremlin in the building. Just let it go. Just let, just let, let it go. go. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what Clamp was about to say that, and Billy's just like, shh. <laughs> Clamp not It'll shut. work. <laughs> yeah. So Clamp's like, ooh, I get to try my escape tunnel. And he's got his weird, like, plant pod. It's a get smart thing. tunnel. Yeah. And he just pops out into New or York. Or Harry Potter, if you will. And Murray Futterman's like, now's my time. It's Futterman time. I'm going in there. Um, I mean, like, for evil layers, like, this clamp guy, he could have done better. Yeah, his office is kind of shitty. Yeah, he could have done, done, done better. Like, the escape hatch yeah. is nice. I'll give, you, I'll give you that. But, like, he could have done a little, little better for evil layer. Well, um, so, what's it? now what Billy gets incapacitated by the crazy one who wants to play dentist with him, fucking um, Mr. Futterman... Just, yeah, comes in with the save. The scene's pointless. Um, well, it's a little Shop of Horrors reference. I guess, yeah. So. Fair enough. Have we had the Gizmo training montage yet? Yeah, it's it's going on throughout this point. <laughs> Gizmo is doing things to try to get stronger. Um, and then this is also when, um, when Marla gets trapped in uh, Spider Mohawk's web. And uh, what else is going on? A lot of stuff is happening at once here. It's the, the woman gremlin has chased Forrester off, trying to make out with him and hump his leg. Large chunks of this movie are gremlins doing things with no words, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. no sound, no, no no dialogue at all. So and like, no context either. Either it's things just, just happening. It's just whatever. Here, here's a non sequitur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, Grandpa Dracula over here is interviewing the smart gremlin who's saying he wants civilization and then just murders one of the uh, other gremlins in cold blood. He's like, that was not civilized, but civilization is what we want. And, uh, Grandpa Dracula is just like, I'm done here. (laughs) (laughs) 
right. So now, I don't know. Spider Mohawk's attack. Oh, okay. This is when when Kate finds Marla trapped in the web. She's like, yo, you touched my boyfriend. She's like, I wanted to. It didn't work. She's like, fine. I'll cut you off this web. And then uh, Spider. With my, with, my, with my Swiss Army knife. Scissors. Mm-hmm. Scissors. <laughs> even though I can clearly touch the web and yeah. not stick. And then she just drops. <laughs> yeah. And then this fucking spider just comes around the corner and they're like, what the hell are we going to do? Gizmo's like, I got this. I made my pencil and whiteout arrow. <laughs> my Rambo his, arrow. His badass Rambo montage. Yeah. He yeah. trained. He made his bow and arrow and shit. Like, he's I mean, ready to go. And like a Rambo arrow, it blows up the one thing you shoot it at. Yeah. No matter what it is. Yeah. In this case, it's a spider mohawk. And just fucking burns him to death. And then, yeah, Billy and Futterman show up. The, the party's formed now. We got we got Rambo, Gizmo. We got the Fellowship. The Fellowship. Yeah. Of the Kremlins. <laughs> Crazy Futterman and uh, Marla. And um, and I do like this part, though, that with the throwback to the first movie where um, Kate starts talking about like how she's traumatized oh, by Lincoln's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, uh, we don't have time for this. Yeah, he just pushes her off the scene <laughs> on to something else. Because we got to spend that time on a musical number. Yeah, but to be fair, that whole scene with her, I don't know. To me, it seemed a little bit like too forced. I don't know. This movie is... So well, this whole yeah, movie is forced. But like, like, yeah. There's no reasoning with it. That's fair. Very fair. So I also like during this New York, New York musical number... Uh, you know, Vampire Fred and the cameraman are broadcasting from inside trash cans placed on the counter of, like, a restaurant or something. <laughs> yeah. Somehow that works. Um, yeah, and we just get five minutes spent on a musical number, including, like, is the lady gremlin hot? Like, okay. Uh, listen. She thinks she is. So let's yeah, it is her. 2019. Somebody out there thinks that Lady Gremlin is hot. Yeah, this movie's almost 30 years old. Forrester does the, by the end of the movie. Yep. Yeah, he's okay. We'll that in a second. He's like, dude's night out! <laughs> he's like, um, mouse to mouth, I guess. I was going to use that joke. Oh, sorry. Right in my notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last line I wrote. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> so. It is the last line here. No. Yeah. All right, so. The uh, they're like, all right, let's do this plan. The the gremlins are all in the lobby. We're gonna drop this banner we put up of like nighttime in Moscow. It looks like they <laughs> probably just grabbed it from a yeah. play somewhere. I mean, the gremlins don't know, so it, it doesn't. Yeah, they're matter. not cultured. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. So <laughs> they um, they didn't take the cultured gene for cartoon rules. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he um, they're about to drop the thing when um. Clouds roll over and blot out the sun. Um, it's gonna rain. Yeah. That then we cut to such important things as a gremlin getting a Warner Brothers tattoo. <laughs> yeah. As yep. Will's mentioned, Phantom of the Opera Gremlin. Yep. And Billy's like, "I got it. I got the plan. Let's just hose them all down so they get wet and they're gonna reproduce more." And then we're gonna just call up Electro Gremlin. I mean, that's what my high school did too. Hmm. Close you down. <laughs> Getting too rowdy. Let's just hose them down until they re- reproduce to death. <laughs> and it works. That's just it. Like, 
Electro Gremlin comes out and just electrocutes all of them. Yep. And Three, they didn't have like a that. wet t-shirt Gremlin. They're starring in a new show, three hours old and pregnant. <laughs> MTV. Um, so we get some legitimately gross shots of gremlin skeletons yeah they're just melting. melting i like the one that's smoking a cigarette and his mouth just oozes into the floor <laughs> um it's pretty cool like uh you know practical effects here yeah it's nicely done it's just gross. weird it's yeah. gross and weird all right so clamps like backup plan i'm leading a swat team charge in here i guess you could do that yeah i mean why not yeah you got no money so, i suppose so yeah so fake trump i guess he's more he's got more courage than real trump because he's at the front of the swat team yeah. going in let's there just, let's just call him clump clump yeah no, that's a good no, one clump. no bone spurs as yeah. a matter of fact let's call our president clump <laughs> president clump <laughs> so uh, uh, uh there's a, a line of the movie that was taken out um uh, at one point, uh, the the building says says uh, wouldn't Cl- Cl- uh, Clint make a great president? And like, and it's like it, it, it comes out because the theater, the, the 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 production was like, eh, take it out. But how funny would that have been if it was yeah. in the movie? <laughs> and then like. <laughs> <laughs> Gremlins three is Clamp mm-hmm. is the president. Well, because he, he he legit is is yeah. I'll take on Trump. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, like he legit is like <laughs> making fun of Trump. <laughs> So, yeah, Clamp's like, check it out. Everyone gets a happy ending. He's like, Dracula, man, you are my lead anchor now. Forrester definitely gets one. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the teeth. He's like, Marla, you're the head of public relations. Right under me. Right under me. Marla's like, that's everything I ever wanted. Cratchit, <laughs> you're my new partner. Yeah. Okay, he sees a picture of uh, Kingston Falls, their hometown. He's like, I want to build that. Billy, start selling it to me. Billy's like... There's nothing here that I own, but I will sell things to you. Sure. Kate's basically giving him the look like, shut up, just take his money. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then he sees Gizmo and he's like, we're going to merchandise that. Um, After we vivisect it. Yeah, well, of course. Um, and then, yeah, we just cut to uh, to Forrester. He's just up in a bathroom somewhere. <laughs> like you do. And Clamps, he has been molested. Yeah. yeah. He already has been molested. Yeah. <laughs> and Clamp's like, all right, we'll come get you, but all the automatic doors are engaged. Like, you're going to be up there for a while. We're going to have to cut our way to you. And then you see the lady gremlin comes in in her wedding dress and everything. And there's other gremlins doing the da, 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 da. I don't know. Um, and Forrester just resigns himself. And he's, he is, like you said, he's like, a mouth's a mouth. Yep. Let's do this. Even with big, nasty, pointy teeth. Yeah. And the movie ends on that note. Some man gremlin love. Yep. Yep. Um, and Daffy Duck scattered throughout the credits. And then Porky Pig at the end. Yeah. Daffy Duck um, taking over and getting whacked by the Warner Brothers logo for no reason. And that's Gremlins 2. All right, guys. That was Gremlins 2, the new batch. Do we have uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores on this? So the critics gave Rotten uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives us a 69% and the audience gives it a 56%. 56%. Wow. All right, Brent, how do you feel about that? So I'm more with the 56%. Mm -hmm. Like... Only because, like, the nostalgia has kind of worn off for me because of how ridiculous it is. Um, it's not trash, but it's not passing for me. Um, maybe, maybe I'll give it a 60. Maybe I'll give it a solid D minus, maybe, you know. Um, I would only watch this in a group of friends. 
so we can make fun of how 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 crazy it is. Other than that, I wouldn't I wouldn't watch this. Okay, how about you, Will? Yeah, I'm agreeing with Brian. It's more along the lines of a almost failing, but like a a low D. And like several movies that I've been on the show for, where it's the sequel of something, like Men in Black Three or Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. It really wants are like really want to go watch the original like you know this was fun to watch with you guys and make fun of and for the purpose of the podcast to like have a good time making fun of it but i don't think i'll ever really want to watch it again but i would want to go back and check out gremlin sometime soon Hmm. joe if the letters (laughs) wtf became a movie (laughs) you would get this movie uh whiskey tango foxtrot it is a movie oh wow fuck you oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) um all right, but uh, no, I, I agree with uh, with these other two. It's uh, you know, it's in the '60s. Like it's it is a pass. I did actually kind of enjoy watching it, but it's just it's really bizarre. And there's huge chunks of it where you're just like, what are what are we doing here? Um, the only time I would really watch it again is if somebody had never seen it before, and I'd like to experience them experiencing the movie that's probably the only way that i i would find it rewarding to watch um but it's one it's one of those ones i think everyone should see once because it is it's a crazy spectacle and it's worth watching it doesn't take that long it's harmless um but it's not a good movie so i'm still gonna recommend it once all right uh i think my opinion pretty much mirrors all of yours it really is just like a it's so close to going either way, mm-hmm. a recommend or a not recommend. It could easily fall on either side of that fence. And I guess I'm going to go with a light recommend just because it is so much of a what the hell am I watching situation. It really it it defied all of my memories. Like I remembered how the how the movie was parts of it, but as a as a whole unit, like uh, it's so beyond insane and bizarre and everything i remembered it really is crazy to watch like i felt like every scene that passed i felt like my iq was dropping like three points good pretty much yeah and i'm just like all right well i guess this is it all right (laughs) let's do it so yeah it'll be a light light recommend from all of us i guess um so watch it once with friends preferably uh Preferably who haven't seen it. Preferably who haven't seen it, and just just prepare yourself because it's not it's not not what you think <laughs> it'll be. All right, so that is Gremlins two. What do we got next, Brian? Time for the D twenty feet. D twenty feet time. D twenty feet. D twenty feet. What we're gonna watch next? D twenty feet. D. Is it my roll? It's your roll. My roll. Oh shit! Let's do this up. That shit is. 14. Let's see what this is. 14. Oh, God. 14 is 1991's Point Break. Really? Really. Okay. All right. (laughs) Really. You're one radical son of a bitch. (laughs) Johnny Utah. (laughs) Johnny Utah. I've never seen this all the way through. Sweet. Really? Yes. I don't think I had the strength when it came out. (laughs) And I never attempted again. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, next next time you see us, we'll be skydiving and surfing, surfing and hanging out with the dead president, dead president, FBI, and Keanu Reeves, and 
Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Bodhisattva, man. Bodhisattva. <laughs> this movie. All right. <clears throat> That's going to do it for this episode, guys. I want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe. Uh, you can find us at 4am podcast at dot podbean.com. That's our website. You can get all of our archived episodes. You can find out how to sponsor your own episode. You can find out how to buy some of our merchandise, all that good stuff. If you want to email us, you can email us at the 4am podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter or Facebook at 4am podcast. And that's pretty much all the pertinent information. Yeah. 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 So thanks again for listening, guys. We really do appreciate all the support. Tune in next time for Point Break. Deuces. Bye. Adios. Later, guys. <laughs>